Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You've written down your six golden rules of investing. Uh, and so I would love for you to lay it out for the people going into the new year, having a strategy. Maybe they can implement some of the, some of the things that you're using as an experienced investor. Uh, and they can add, add to their, their portfolios. Yeah, I'm going to do this, but I want you guys to chime in because I've been really looking forward to sharing this with you. Let's do the it. first Let's one's do obvious. It. Start early, right? The earlier you start, Absolutely. the better. I always tell this to kids. I, I do a lot of high school classes and I say, how do you double your, what's the easiest way to double your money? And they always come up with, oh, buy crypto or, you know, buy a house. No, if you put $10,000 in the S&P 500 10 years ago and you went away and joined the circus and didn't look at it, what would it be worth today? 25 grand, right? That's how you double your money. The earlier you start, the better. Yeah. So starting early is the answer to everything. And you don't, you know, compounding is one of those things where we talk about it. Yeah, over time, your money produces money. When you're young, you don't feel it. But then, I think you guys will appreciate this. <laughs> you see compounding every, you see it all at once, right? It's like nothing, Absolutely. nothing, nothing. And then, oh my gosh. Yeah. You look at your portfolio and you're like Ford and you're like, whoa, that's time. That's the magic of compounding. That's why Einstein called it the ninth wonder of the world. So starting early really helps you realize that if you start at 25, at 45, you're going to give yourself a huge hug, 
right? That's the obvious one. Number two, determine your risk tolerance. What is your sleeplessness factor, right? What's that commercial sleepies? Like, what's your sleep number? What's your yeah. sleeplessness factor? How much of a drawdown can you stand before you can't take it anymore and you tap out? Ian, what is your sleepless number? 55%. 65? 55. 55%. Yeah. What about you guys? Sleepless as far as like the drawdown? Like, yeah, I can't take it anymore, drawdown. Rashad's more conservative, yeah. so like yeah. 15%. I, <laughs> what you say? 20 percent. Yeah. yeah. I, I had to this is I'm glad you put that because it's something that I actually had to figure out for myself. Um I've seen drawdowns go 70%. I'm like, what am I doing? So then I had to implement a plan. So now it is around that 55 to 60 range. If it gets yeah. there, it's like, all right, done. You, this didn't go right. Let's go back to the drawing board and figure out what we did wrong. Yep. Also, too, really quick, I think people have to figure out what their tolerance is for missing out um, i don't know if you guys saw the report but uh if you invested in home depot um after compounding you'll be up a million percent from 1981. so like wow. we have to also determine if you miss out for seven years if you miss amd for seven years or nvidia for seven years what is that going to cost so not only factoring the drawdown but how much you're going to miss out on the upside as well right that's a great that's a great point and people don't do that math yeah. What's, right? the, what's, the, the what's, the, what's the bulletproof number that you need in liquid in liquid investable assets to become bulletproof? Do you think? I love this talk. <laughs> As, it, it depends on who you are and how much it costs to be you. Ultimately, oh, you, you I, I mean, you, you live in New York, you live in Manhattan, so you know we have similar type of lifestyles. You personally, or you, your circle. What's my bulletproof number where I need to be liquid enough? Yeah, probably about a million bucks. That's it. And yeah, man, probably, probably more. expensive. I'm about to say, Kip, are you riding a skateboard? I mean, when, I, when I mean, when I mean, bulletproof, <laughs> you know. I'm, when I mean, bulletproof, I mean, like, yo, ride, ride, off, ride off into the sunset. Like, I, I could just oh, leave. Oh, okay. No, I could leave tomorrow, live yeah, off my that's, investments. That's seven to eight, seven to eight mil. I can live, I can live off that. Okay. Okay. I can definitely live off that number, but it would not be in this town. It'd be out in New Mexico, where I'm actually from. Yeah, because um, we're packing the skateboard up. We're that's right. Here. That's right. We're riding west. So, so again, determine your risk tolerance. That's number two. And and you mentioned it, uh, Troy. It's like, what's your drawdown? It, remember this: a 35 percent drawdown requires a 50 percent gain to get you back to par. Mm -hmm. Right. A 50 percent drawdown. Now you're talking about 100 percent. Yeah. So, as, as you get deeper into the drawdown, it takes a lot more to get you back. Um, I remember we had Kathy Wood at uh, InvestFest, you know, last August, and who was terrific. But that fund was down something like 75%. It's made a comeback, but it's still got a ways to go, right, yeah. to get back to par. Um, but you could buy it at different levels and, average, and dollar cost average your way in. All right, number three, know what you own. And I know, Ian, you really believe in this as well. You asked me about what index funds and ETFs I invest in. I invest in those that I think are in, around sectors that I think are going to continue to grow and be important over time. But you have to unpack the ETF or the index fund to see what's actually in it. And knowing what you own, whether that's an individual stock or an ETF or an index fund or a bond or whatever it is, is critically important to make sure you believe in it, for one, and B, to understand the financials behind it. Because if the balance sheet ain't right, it doesn't matter how attractive it is or how much you like the CEO or how cool the product is. If you don't know what you own, you don't really understand what you're investing in. I agree.
Um, number four, and we talked about this earlier, taming your animal spirits, shutting your mind up, right? Because they will tell you to run when it's time to stay. They'll tell you to be greedy when it's time to be fearful. They'll tell you to be fearful when it's time to be greedy. So taming them and actually having the plan, because I can't tell you how many times in 2022, and I'm experienced. I was like, I got to get, I got to get out. I got, I can't take it. I can't. I'm glad I didn't, right? Yeah. I'm back way beyond where I was in 2022 in my own portfolio because what did I do? I didn't jump out. Instead, I said, let's reassess. Let's sector rotate a little bit. Let's trim some positions here, do a little tax loss harvesting, and then let's dollar cost average into the things that I believe in. The things that I believe in, which were the Qs, which were the semis, those have more than doubled this year. So, you know, mm -hmm. being able to actually tell your tame your mind is super important. That's it. Tame How do you put off the reptilian I brain, though? Yeah. What's that? Uh, how do you shut it off? Yeah. you. <laughs> when you go to reach to that sell button, <laughs> you have an electric sh uh, shock uh, that sends a shockwave through your arm into your brain that says, don't do it. No, it's, it's actually having the plan. And in my case, I also have a financial advisor. So I have my own portfolio that I do stuff with. And then I have the big pile that they helped me manage. And we actually had a lot of conversations about it. So every time I was tempted and got them on the phone, they'd be like, remember, we actually have a plan. So you can do this, but this is the ultimate consequence yeah. of this if it doesn't go the way you want it to. So having that understanding and that education and professional advice was super important for me. But I've also been burned so many times. I've been on the show. We talked about my worst mistakes and my worst mistake was Lehman Brothers, buying it at 80, buying it at 50, buying it at 20, buying it at nine, buying it at two, and then ultimately losing $10,000 when I was like 32 years old and I couldn't afford it. That hurt. Um, so I got the scars to prove it. Do, do you have um, Do you have the button as well on the upside? Because I mean, I've, I've even experienced that. I'm sure Ian's experienced as well, where you're watching a company that you had in, on, in your portfolio, in your watch list. You were waiting, you were waiting. I know Chipotle was one of those for me. Even some meta this year, you're watching it, you're like, oh, it's at an all-time high. Don't, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No. My, my, my intelligence, my experience, my tolerance tells me, wait for a pullback. Wait for it to wait. come down. What is my target number? Yeah, you have to have the target numbers. And then once you buy something, I always like to put the stops in and the limits in just because it'll get me to stop making bad decisions. So once I put that stop or limit in, I'm like, it's there. Hey, I set the number. Yeah, that's the, so that's a new Apple feature. I was telling like anytime you do something like a hand gesture, like a thumbs up, it'll put that up. So you just probably put your hands up oh, and did okay. the celebration. Yeah. No, you got to hold. If you hold your thumb up, it'll, it'll, okay. it'll put a thumb up. I like up. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... You know, those will help you. Those will help guide you. Now, I can always adjust it. If I'm like, I put the stop, I stopped out over here, but I feel like there's still momentum, then I can raise it a little bit, but I make the conscious decision. And, you know, professional traders, and I'm not one of them, but I actually use some of the some of the tools, is you, you make that note to yourself. On this day, I raised my stop because I felt like there was more momentum. Why did I do that? This is what I was thinking at the time. I want to be able to refer to that. So when I look later, I say, why did I actually make that decision? There's a record of it. It's important to actually have that journal. Um, all right. Set it, but don't forget it. Rule number five. People always say, uh, you know, no, don't look at your 401k. Don't look at your brokerage account. That's BS. Look at it. It's yours. It's your money. So... Don't look at it obsessively. Don't look at it every hour. Don't look at it in the middle of a market crash. But it's okay to look at it. Look at it. Know what's going on. It's your money. You should, you, if you want to just be an index investor and set it and let it go, that's fine. But make sure you're looking at it at least two or three times a year, definitely quarterly, and definitely right at this time of year if you're only going to look at it annually. 
to make sure that you are comfortable with what you have, right? Regimes have changed. Sectors have rotated. The stock market is in a big rally mode right now. Are you still sitting back in the oil and gas stocks from 2022? I know I'm not, but things that yeah. did well last year aren't going to do well now, right? So know what's in it. Make sure you're comfortable with it. Rebalance it, right? Uh, that's really important. So uh, anybody that tells you, don't look, don't look, look, it's yours. It's yours to look at. It's yours to manage. It's your money. You're the CEO of your own money. It's your responsibility. Last one, be a tax smart investor, especially this time of year, right? If you got losses, tax loss harvest. Use those losses to offset your, your income tax, right? Your, your tax penalty. But also think about it. You shouldn't trade in your 401k because that triggers taxes, right? You yep. shouldn't trade your Roth IRA. You can keep adding to it because that triggers taxes. Think about what you're buying. If you're buying things like muni funds, that's a tax advantage product. If you're thinking about what to start, you know, Roth IRA, uh, IRA, uh, SEP account, like what's the most tax advantage account that you could put your money in? So taxes are a big part of investing, Rashad. You know this. You're a, a financial advisor. People don't realize that. And when people trade a lot, they hyper trade, they're generating taxes also. Those long-term gains, those long-term capital gains or their short-term capital gains, those eat away at your returns over time. So Absolutely. be tax smart about it. And don't just think that it has no you have no consequences on the tax rate. You always do, and you have to be aware of those. Those are my six golden rules. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.